You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay who will be in every episode. The other host of the show is here Ready to talk some pop. Ready to talk some pop. Well, yeah. well I'm just going to gleam past it today. I'm just going to gleam gonna past lean it. Right on, just going to let know, it be let the it, way let it should be. Uh, well, it's not really that's the case. It, it feels like if you give if you give it too much attention, you know, like sometimes I almost think it's better. It's like if you just like let something lie, you know, like just be there like the lie that it is, you know, then it's like, ah, eh, just it's fine. We're, we're, we're past it. Actually, this is this is sort of interesting. Do you have the need to be right? Like if you hear somebody say something wrong in front of you and you and you know that it's wrong, like Mm -hmm. are you okay with just being like, I I actually know the the truth of the matter here? Yeah. The the facts as they were. Can you just let it lie? Can or or do you need to be like, "Mm, actually, learning moment. Because that's right. that's the thing. This is like we talked about it once before. It's almost like if you've got like something in or around your nose, it's like it feels both rude to say something and not to say something. Oh, right. Like 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 if you. Yeah. I, oh, man. I struggled with this for like half an hour one day at at church back when that was the thing you could go to. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. There was a girl sitting next to me and she just had like this the biggest spinach leaf in her teeth. And all I could think was and like I spent like. Like seriously, fifty minutes deciding. Like, if I point it out to her, does it mean? Is it rude to point it out? That's the thing. Is it like, like, like I see it, and I don't want to say something and be like, by the way, gross. But I don't like. I that's obviously not what I mean. But if I tell her, then she can remove it. But should I just ignore it and just be like, don't worry. I know, I know, because even even the process very frequently of like clearing something like that up, like it might require like going to the bathroom and like, have you played the game before where you like put this like clear thing in your mouth and it like basically like you you, like try to talk without being able to close your mouth, but it makes your mouth like wide open. Yeah, it's almost like that. Like that's what you need to go to the bathroom and do is like have like your your like gums retracted. Yeah, your teeth in full display because there's nothing worse than. Yeah, because like some people might be like, thank you so much. But then you might get stuck in the situation where they're like trying to like suck it out of their teeth or like picking it like, I got it. And you're like, no, no. I know. And it's like the no. longer that that goes on, it's no. like, that is my nightmare. Yeah. It's like, it's like, no, 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 no. I do not want to be in. This. It's like, if someone alerts me to a situation like this, it's like, I'm leaving the premises. Yeah. I'm going like, now. All right. Yeah. I will come back later when I've repaired this situation. Right. Right. Um, so anyway, can you let something, this can, can you just hear something 
factually incorrect and just let it go. And just let it go because it's like it's like when you see it, it can be something where you're where you're just kind of like it's like ooh. It's like they don't have the right information and I know the correct information. And if I don't say something, then they may make decisions based on their misinformation. But also, I don't want to be like, you know, uh, Susie knows a lot. A Susie knows a lot. As it were. The old, the classic doll. The classic doll. That, you know, you just pulled the string and she'd just be like, um, actually. Um, <laughs> that was Susie knows a lot. That was Susie was, knows a lot. Um, actually. Um, actually. <laughs> That because um actually are literally the two words that you would probably like um actually like right let me let me let me clear this up let me just clear that up for you the the way that I will occasionally get around this particular thing is when I hear like no, most yes I think I can just let hear something and just be like especially if it's like inconsequential or something okay and but I think we maybe even touched on this last time what I will do is I will say like that's interesting and then I'll like pull out my phone and like pretend to look or actually look it up like, right right maybe like maybe I'm wrong but like I'm pretty sure I'm right uh and then I'll look at it and be like oh like then it's not me correcting it it's like oh actually I just looked this up it turns actually it's this person not that person right right yeah right. actually it turns k2 is the second highest mountain not you know whatever it is right 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 yeah, it's like, we, look we just learned together yeah, what we a wonderful learned, exactly. opportunity we learned together how great wow we're closer i didn't definitely know it ahead of time right <laughs> yeah right this is wow good good thing you were wrong just now yes. so that we could both learn except just you except just you um, that's my little secret this is this is maybe like not not the exact same, but it is very close to a different phenomenon that I just it's one of my biggest pet peeves in the world on social media is the difference between like being is like being right and being correct. Yes, is, is the, <laughs> there's a line because there is a line. Yes, yeah. it's like if you are just screaming at someone on social media about something, even if you even if you are morally correct about the situation, even if you are factually correct, if you were like swearing at someone or like all capsing them or just putting them on blast, it's like, well, look, look, it's not that you don't have the high ground, but, but you, you're not, you're not wrong, but you are not correct. Exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, yep. 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 You've crossed that line crossed over into line. like, yep. Yeah. Into something different. This is, I, I like, I don't understand this at all. Cause it's something that I, I struggle with constantly. And yet, like, I don't think it will ever, 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 ever cease to happen is arguments on social media. It's just because ugh. it's like there, there's absolute, like there is such an, like a small itty bitty, tiny minuscule chance that you are about to change someone's mind. Like it is so highly unlikely. Like I would say the, the circumstances where someone's mind is ultimately changed through commentary on social media is probably a situation where it's already one of your close friends and they know enough about you to say something like very informed and then you're dealing with someone who can probably change your opinion anyway. Like they're already someone who exists in your orbit. They already have a measure of influence if over you. If you're engaging a stranger, 
You're, you're, you're wasting you're, your time. You are not going. It's you a are PSA. wasting your time. You are not changing their opinion. You are not changing their opinion. And and this is we we've actually had this conversation in our office before because there's like we've had discussions about it and there's this concept of like the theater of debate. Oh, so the the idea the, the coward's way <laughs> is what I call it. Ben, I th- that I don't accept that. You don't. You don't I accept don't accept that. it. Okay. okay. No. So the theater of debate would be the idea that if you if there is an exchange going on on social media, then the act of chiming in and proposing the counter argument is effectively allowing other people who are tuned into this particular thread the ability to to see the exchange like and i i think i like to think of it almost like um like if the teacher's like if you have a question be sure to ask because i have a feeling someone else in the class also has that same question and like usually they're right Mm -hmm. like there, there was a girl in my high school classes who was like I don't know if like me and her, like our wavelengths were just perfectly synced or something, but I could always rely on her to right. like raise her hand and ask a question. Right. I was mm-hmm. like, yes, thank you. I was wondering. Yes, exactly that. Exactly that. This thing. is, this to me is a false equivalency. If no, I'm, I, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. I, if I'm reading the comments on this debate, it is not to change my mind It's either to entertain myself with the, absurdity of the argument sure or just to see if someone has responded making the point that i'm not going that i'm thinking it is like reaffirm my own thing it is not to learn from one of the people talking right it's either to double down on my own opinion or just be entertained by the absurdity of both to begin with yes and the i mean i'm not saying no one has ever had their mind changed by reading a debate in the comments like sure certainly it's happened probably it's happened but to me that's no that's no excuse for treating people poorly right right the, right yeah like it's but it's so interesting too because like the idea of social media is that it's supposed to be like a a forum for the exchanging of ideas but it's almost like it's almost like social media came and we're like living in the wild west of social media like there haven't been things brought into our education system yeah like where we are brought up with social media etiquette yeah like where there's actually been someone who has determined the proper like like niceties or ways to communicate in this particular area yeah and everyone is protected by the like you know the the distance of the keyboard the oh, screen the, like yeah the anonymity of it right yeah it's, you're you're so far away from like another person your identity is so far removed but your words hold just as much power right which is this like weird thing if not more power because you're like just un, like unleashing things you would never say in real life. I've been thinking about this so much this year because just the overwhelming amount of like, I don't know, cynicism you see online yeah. just or just just the ugh, the visceral attacks people send each other in social media. It drives me crazy. So here there's no. OK, you just said we don't have any. Like, there's no teaching guidelines here. Let me let me offer you the guidelines to you, little colonels listening that I have been slowly settling on. Okay. For just just general good social media practices. Okay. okay. If you have if you're if you're sitting there and you're reading a comment and it just it just oh, it grinds your gears. It gets under your skin and you have you've typed up a response, right? I mean if any of these things apply. If that response is in all caps. If that response contains any amount of swearing or if that response could be could be classified under attack 
Sure, <laughs> sure. If any of those three apply, I want you to just this just good advice. Just take a deep breath. Just come back to that. Hit draft. Hit save draft. You don't have to delete it. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're totally within the zone. Maybe this person just is asking for it. Right. But maybe just take a breath. Come back to that 10 minutes, an hour tomorrow. See if you see if you have reflected and think, I want to post this. I want yeah. I want these words attached to my name on the internet forever. Right. I've I've thought it through. I've thought I've it considered through. it. Mm-hmm. I've weighed the pros and cons. I, I believe I can make a difference here. Mm-hmm. Boom. Hit Boom. send. Yeah. Yeah. I I would yeah. Then then you know what? Go for it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna bet most of the time, after you've taken a breath, you're gonna be like, I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna reel it in. And you know what? I'm not even saying don't, don't respond. Period. Just think to yourself: Is there a more constructive way to respond to communicate the the thought? And it's so interesting too because it feels like it's evolved. Like I remember when we first started making our like YouTube videos back in 2012. I remember there'd be like the occasional person who would come in and just like leave a mean comment right and but like it could have been something as simple as like it wasn't very eloquent you know it could have just been somebody being like you suck you know and you were like right well who was sitting at their computer and they pulled up this video where i don't say anything like of any consequence Uh whatsoever and they were like hmm you know what i need to i need to tell them that they suck you know, they need to know. Right. You know, I like, need to go out of my way. Right, right, right. And like at that point in time, it was kind of, I was always like so confused because I was like, who are these people? Right. Who who is this person? That is that like, in my mind, it was like if I was ever more in belief that it was just like a computer program gone wrong. Yeah. It was like that was a more likely explanation to me. Like someone had programmed something to like be uh, like a like a random commenter generator of responses that made more <laughs> sense to me than somebody actually sitting at their keyboards being like mm, you suck like yeah. not even spelling out like y-o-u it was the letter u right s-u-k s-u-k oh, oh, oh. wow but like the thing is is that as time has gone on it has evolved so drastically since 2012 when we when we first like put ourselves you know in the public eye and People are much more eloquent, maybe, or um, like it's it's not so simple as like something like you suck. Yeah, it's it's like very elaborate, you know, in like responses and things like that. And I think that I used to wonder like who like who are these people? And then now I feel like as I've gotten older, it's like I am starting to know a lot of people. Like <laughs> where I like will witness their social media activities. And it's like I went to high school with you. You were so sweet. Like like whoa. I can't believe that you're like. Oh my gosh. Like it's, it's very, it can, it can catch me off guard sometimes. Cause right. I'm like, I don't expect you're oh, like, you're so nice. And it, this is so vicious. Like I didn't, I didn't anticipate that. Do you think is, do you think that people are, do you think they're like, this is like their secret real life? Or is this just like the power of like being behind the keyboard? I'm not, I'm like, not really are they sh- actually a vicious person who you only ever knew to be sweet? Cause they can mask it. Possibly. I, I understand the, the kind of question that you're saying, like where it was almost like maybe it was like underlying there the whole time. But like the social niceties or even the 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 greater complexity of being directly in front of a person and the difficulty of just being mean to someone who is like standing in front of you. Well, this is this is the thing is that, yeah, I think being my, it just like it 
it it doesn't it allows you to like press send without like thinking about the response of the other person because you're not gonna have to see it you're not gonna have to deal with it at most the worst you're gonna get is a comment in return okay you so know? right so here's a here's a question then is that like does it become cathartic like in a way, you know, if like people have said, like, you know, if, if you're upset, like sometimes like what can literally help is like screaming into a pillow, uh-huh. um, you know, or like uh, if you have like a like a punching bag at home or like you can go into like a workout, you know, like get your like blood pumping and like really like take all of that energy that you've worked up and like transfer it into uh, an activity. And then you like get to like walk away from it and be like, oh, yes, like I feel better. Right. Um it's it's almost like a question of like is is there a portion of that that might be going on here like where someone's like they're just like they're so worked up they're so frustrated they're so mad they have to say something to somebody and it's like it's like it's almost not like me versus you like like I like me and you have have clearly had like gripe you know like you you dated that girl I wanted to date or something uh-huh. like, and, and there's history yeah. between these two people because this can be complete strangers this can be, I mean I I to say it's probably not like sport for some people to just be like oh boy finally I'm so glad I'm finally done with work and go online and like just like rile people up right you right, know? right or like yeah. I can just go like tell people they're wrong like I, I'm sure people are out there motivated by that very idea and I don't think that's a very good use of your time. If you're just like act, if you're just like, if it's, if your release is to go be mean to people, that's not okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that completely. So like the, scream into the pillow, scream into the you pillow. Know, yeah. It's you know, like, that's more constructive. Go punch the punching, get a workout in man. You know, whatever it is. Right, right. Except it's, it's such a, it's such a, like a, like a broad spectrum thing. But so, I mean, it, it makes me curious a little bit like, yeah, like what, what is happening or why is it happening that there's sort of, if, if that's the case, if it's like a cathartic experience, it's mm-hmm. like what, what is happening so much in everybody's life that this has become like a, and like, so what we're talking about, it's not even a rare instance. Like I could open any of my social media platforms and find somebody being mean or cruel in less than 30 seconds. For sure. Like it's, it's not hard to find. No. Um, and honestly, like my, my actual reaction to it, cause I think for a while it's almost like a car crash. Like you can't look away from it. Yeah, that's part of the problem is that like, like you, I don't know. I think you, you like watch TV or you watch, you know, a movie or something and you see these like dramatic, you know, quippy back and forth or whatever. But in real life, like when you're face to face with people, this just doesn't happen right. that much. Like people, because people are nice in person cause they don't want to like be dealing face to face with like a really angry person all of a sudden. Right. But so all of a sudden you're online, you're like, Oh my God, look at this. Oh my God, look at this is happening. Right. There's a real, I can't. Oh, and then, and then at some point you get, I think there's like a certain desensitization, like did I say that right? Desensitizing that occurs. And then eventually you're like, you know, I, I the comment box is right here. But I can get in the, on this. I can dip my toe in, and then I go, "Wow, oh, whoa, <laughs> here we here go!" Here we go! Oh, yeah. I don't. I, I. I imagine there's a certain amount of like desensitization. You're like, hey, you see it so often. You're like, I guess this is acceptable behavior, right? But um, I would really like to encourage people to not do that and tell you that 
It is not acceptable. <laughs> sure, sure. But it's interesting, too, because I think the other thing that I have always been extremely grateful for, uh, like I said, like, you know, in the early days of creating Super Carlin Brothers content and stuff, like we'd have these people who'd pop on. I would say that in general, it was few and far between. Like it wasn't it wasn't yeah. common. Uh, and then I feel like we had a period of time where there was like some, like where we like first started like dipping our toe into like making the theories where like there was like some people who were like, I don't really like that you guys only make these like theory style videos anymore. And like that was a way that they could like make a commentary about what you were doing. But it was more just like, mm-hmm. you know, preference based or whatever. Sure. But one of the things that I've always think is I've always thought was mind blowing is that we like make our careers on the internet, like we're, we're amongst this thing, like we're almost everything that we produce, like in directly attached to our livelihood has a comment box. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's almost like anywhere you go or anywhere we we go digitally, there's always that opportunity for someone to comment. And interestingly, and, and maybe uniquely, strangely, I'm not sure. I don't feel like I personally have been, and maybe I'm asking for it now, but like super on the receiving end of a lot of negativity in my, you know, how many years, nine years of being a, like a content creator. Yeah. Like I, whatever. I will say, and I'll just give a huge shout out to just the super Carlin brothers community and like the little kernels uh, listening right now um, that what we have even received feedback from other creators who even like exist in the same space as us. Right. That if you go into the comments of our videos that like they are exceptionally positive, like the negativity is just like it, it's not, I don't know, as present or something like, um, I think when, uh, the last time Seamus was in town, he did like collabed on some videos with us cause he was here, you know, right. Seamus Gorman. Yeah. yeah. She, yes. Seamus Gorman who's another uh, fellow YouTube creator who does, you know, fandom stuff about Disney, Pixar, Harry Potter, stuff like that. And he was like going through the comments on the videos of ours that he was in. And he was just like blown away at how non or how unmean they were. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being like, really? Cause we have like such a similar style. Yeah. 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 It, it's very interesting. And like the, the thing that I've, I've wondered a lot about before, and this is like, it, it's kind of a, a, a strange way to like look at our job, but like one of the pieces of the puzzle that for me, a lot of times that feels like it's missing is, and, and we've, we've discussed this before, but like maybe, maybe like a sense of like fulfillment or like maybe not being able to truly dig into the belief that, you know, you're, you're making the world a better place. One fandom theory at a time or mm-hmm. something, uh, which was also true with my, my, uh, previous career choice and other business I owned, which was, you know, selling very nice yeah. aquariums. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was also very difficult to be like, yes, I just made the world a better place with that aquarium that I installed, mm-hmm. you know, like that. It, so I think that maybe it's, I value it because it's, it hasn't been one of the more prominent aspects of, of my career so far, but in a way it's, it's possible that maybe a lot of the reason that we don't receive an enormous amount of negativity back is that we don't really dish out a lot of negativity. Like I, I think that I, I our corner think, of the internet is supposed to be pretty positive. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think we're largely, um, I, I mean, hopefully we are like fountains of optimism or like at least positivity. Sure. Yes, um, that's, exactly. I don't know. Not, not what I'm going for, uh, at most of the time. I remember like early on in when we first started Super Carl and Brothers, um, one of my like our audience was not very big. You know, we get like two, three hundred views or something 
on videos, but I knew for certain that at least like two of those views were coming from our like much younger cousins. Yeah. At the yep. time we have like um twin cousins. What's up guys? They're not so little anymore. They're like taller than us. Yeah. <laughs> they're definitely not so little anymore. <laughs> they, are, they are not so little. They are uh but they're they're awesome people. Um but uh, it like I knew they were watching like there and for some like when I would write write a video I'd be like, "Okay, these these are family members who I see several times a year who possibly like look up to us or like could take cues from this sure as like in a, in a way that other people like they, they would have like an extra layer of connection to us and i don't want to set a bad example specifically for like these two people in like the entire audience I was like i know they're watching and i don't want to like be a bad influence on, on them. them yeah and like even though they're completely grown now like that is the same attitude that like sort of like dictated early on like should we should i ever like 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 i don't know if you watch our old videos um or just any of our videos ever like we've never been big on like swearing at all yeah i I would say in the first year we probably did some versus now which is never never yeah Yeah. there might have been the occasional here and there yeah but yeah now it's like very definitely never. <laughs> very definitely yeah. never. Very decidedly. Very intentional. Yes. Very decidedly. Like, that's just not part of our brand. Early, you know, early on, you don't, like, have a brand. You're just throwing stuff at the wall. Right. And stuff. Right, but, like, right, right. but that was, like, an early decision. And I don't, uh, maybe it, it sounds like maybe you did not know that was what was. <laughs> well, uh, I mean. Like, I, how I was rationalizing I, I think I think that. Uh, I remember there was like one story in particular that I always thought was really spectacular with the, with these two twin cousins of ours where they were in class and like middle school or maybe even possibly elementary school. And they're like teacher must have been middle school, uh, like showed in class a Super Carlin Brothers video. Yes. And they were like, that's my cousin. Yeah. And they were like, what? Yeah, they, I think they didn't believe them. It was um, the why do we yawn video. Yeah. Which. Through no permission of our own, somehow it got picked up and put on some like educational website that was part of a database for teachers at school to show kids. Sure. It was just like, I don't know how we ended up on this thing, but no one asked us. It's fine with me. <laughs> it's I don't working care. out. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. But the, apparently they were showing the video Yeah, and in class and they were like, oh my God, that's our cousin. And they were like, no, it's not. And then it turned out that their eldest sister happened to be in one of our videos and they pulled up another video from the channel. And we're like, no, see, look, that's our sister. And sure enough, other people in the class then could confirm. Could confirm. That, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is their sister. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Pretty unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, I love that story. Though. I know. It's, it's such so a good fun. one. Yeah. It's such a good one. Like, but no, you're, you're, you're right. Like, I, I think that it's, it's keeping those types of voices sort of in the back of your mind yeah. a little bit. Uh, and, and maybe that'll be like something interesting too, where like the social media generation of people that like, as they're, as they're growing up uh, and maybe their kids are finding their way onto social media, being aware that what you post, cause it used to be the case. Like, I, I feel like we would have grown up with the, the group of people where we were on social media when our parents weren't. Yeah. And we were not of the age when we all signed up for it, that we would have had kids yet. Yeah. And so for a while, social media was kind of like, again, the wild west. Like you could go on social media and there's a great big public forum where like your parents were never going to see this stuff. Right. Like it, they, like there was no 
there was no chance of mom and dad when I was in middle school having a MySpace page. Right. You know, and, and maybe for all I know, maybe they did. And maybe they were like, Oh, let's just make sure Ben's not doing anything ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but that'd be so surprising. That would be, that would be super surprising. It would yeah. be surprising if we didn't know that it that would. was the case. Yeah. Um, but I like, I'm almost curious as then, cause then parents did come on to like maybe Facebook first and it's almost been like this, like maybe then a bunch of people like migrated away from Facebook. I don't know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see as this group of people that grew up like in their teens, maybe early 20s with social media, as they start to have their wave of kids reach an age where they would have social media accounts. Right. And then being accountable instead of being worried about what your parents see you doing on social media, but being worried about what your kids see you doing on social media. Ah, yes. You know, well, that's a great that's a another great way to think about it like would what yeah like if you have kids would you want your kid to see you behaving this way or if your kid posted that would you be okay with it yeah Mm, great way to think about it i think if yeah if you'd be upset that your child posted what you just posted and of course that's going to cause tons of bias because i'm sure you're really proud of your own words sure sure yeah. Yeah. of course i'd be so proud of my, yeah you get him you get him son you know but uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh, worth considering worth considering in both directions in both I directions think. yeah and yeah that's, okay that's just uh, maybe we've spent too long on this i don't know maybe maybe, maybe. i feel like this is this is consumed so much of my thoughts lately no it's it's yeah. been a big one it's been a big one but yeah. I, I think i have a, a healthy transition to talk about the wonderful wonderful nature of both the super carlin brothers community and in little kernels as well yeah uh there i i've received some great help from this community of people lately have you and, and it's almost got me in trouble G- do tell okay okay do tell so my recently recently uh our mom works um like with the local chapter of the SPCA. Yeah. So like specifically like with dogs and stuff, we're like a big pets family. Like our dad grew up contributing and being involved with like a service dog association yeah. in the mm-hmm. area. So like, it's been like a very prominent part of our life. I think across our family with actually with you being the one exception, cause your wife Beth is allergic to dogs. Yes. I think there are like eight dogs in Direct, direct family. There ownership. are there are many dogs in the family. I mean, uh, yeah, yes, for sure. Dogs, big part of the family. Big part of the family. So yeah. anyway, uh, I have my my Australian Shepherd Indy, and Mom messaged oh, me. Oh yeah, I know where this is. Uh, a a couple weeks ago, and she was like, "Hey, the local magazine, the Roanoke, is having a contest for like the cutest pet, or you know, top dog. Is that what they're calling top, it? Top dog in Roanoke. Yeah, and they were like, you should nominate." indie for it and i was like great idea so like you know i went online and Mm -hmm. it was kind of like one of those i uploaded a couple of pictures and and typed up like a little bio about indie and stuff and was like here we go like who who knows we'll give it a shot and so uh last week i got an email from the roanoke and they were like hey congratulations indie was selected um if you would like to encourage your like friends or family or, you know, share on social media, the contest, they can vote for Indy at like the link below. And I was like, Oh boy. <laughs> oh, it's on. <laughs> you know, this is like a, like cracks knuckles moment. Right. It's like, it's about to go down. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Um, 
I, like you shared it on your Instagram story. I shared it on my Instagram story, which is going out to, you know, uh, probably, probably collectively about the same 80,000 people. It's a um, lot of people. It's a lot of people. It's yeah. a ton of people. But so it was, I was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. Like, you know, I'm totally going to be able to get indie to be like top dog. So the very next day mm-hmm. I get an email from the Roanoke magazine being like, um, it seems like maybe some fraudulent activity is occurring here. And <laughs> we need to know if there's a reason like why indie got so many votes in the first day, because as it is right now, like we're kind of inclined to believe that like, that's not ha- like, that's not actually happening unless somehow and it was almost like they were set, like they were throwing this out there as like unless somehow you have like a huge audience you can share it with or yeah, something like if that's the case no big deal but like let's be real <laughs> <laughs> like as if you get that many votes in one day yeah to which first of all i was like okay indy is gorgeous yeah you know all she, right she could she could yeah. do pretty well on her own you know also, I, th- I think some people out there maybe voted for her instead of their own dog probably also i like the idea that they're insinuating that more likely than you have a large audience of any kind that you are capable of hacking their system. Right, and right, right. Running up the vote count. Running up the vote count. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that seems just as likely. Yeah. It's like I'm very invested in this top dog thing. Yeah. I'm going to hack your system. Right. In order to ensure the proper result. Popcorn culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all-time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting, you know? To me, it was just like a rare Charizard is a rare Charizard. Like, it doesn't, doesn't matter. It's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip. Turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded, it can add huge value. And then not only that, but once they're graded, they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab. And that's where Arena Club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack, but it's for a pre-graded card. Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. 
In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. So mm -hmm. uh, before I very quickly tangent into somehow another story, um, we will have put a link to Indy's voting page yes. in, in the uh, bio for or the show notes for today's episode. So, so, wait, so they emailed you and you what did you respond? Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah. So I, I responded and I was like, actually, and it worked out because it literally was the very next day. So even for like Instagram stories, I was able to get your like analytics and my analytics from the thing itself and be like, look, I can show you directly where it even tells you like how many people clicked through yeah. the link right. and everything. So it's like I had full verifiable. Like, right, like here's all know. I did. Here's the exact data. <clears throat> right. You're welcome. You're welcome. I will, can't wait for the photo shoot where my dog gets to be on the cover of your magazine. <laughs> Thanks for the silver platter. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I know. Right. No, actually it's really funny though, because this particular magazine um, is something that like, when we were kids, our dad being like the local TV news anchor, yeah. which I feel like we bring up all the time, uh, not to brag or anything, but <laughs> our dad was on the cover of it. And I feel like ever since then, like in my mind, especially growing up in the same area my whole life and still living here now as an adult, yeah. it has still remained a goal of mine to be on the cover of this magazine. Yeah, it's can like, I go ahead and brag a little right you here? You can go ahead and brag. Just go ahead. Go I'm, uh, I have been on the cover. Yeah, show off. <laughs> show off <laughs> this uh let me i can tell you this story it actually this was uh the same same exact thing yeah our, like our dad was on the cover and so like as a kid i was like oh my god it'd be so cool to be on the cover someday like wow um well when i got when i got my first job i did not have a lot of like professional attire right so like i think uh mom and like, our parents like I don't, I don't even know, like, congratulations gift or something. I think it was, like, a graduation Some present. Some sort of graduation gift, yeah, for me, for, like, for getting, for just getting hired was that they were going to take me out to, the like, nice local men's store and just buy, like, four or five shirts and some pants and stuff. Right, like, right. Let me, let's help get your wardrobe started. <laughs> you need something to wear to, a, like, right. an office job. Yeah, you yeah. have, like, a professional office job. You need to look nice. And so we went and um, we went to this, like, uh, local downtown uh, men's store called Davidson's and it turns out that dad being again like on the news has shopped at the store for a long time so the owner knows dad and he was the one helping us go through all the clothes and whatnot and <clears throat> as I'm there I I I, I don't know that he had the the best judgment in the world asking me to do this but he asked if I would like to 
like uh, model some clothes for like a, a different local magazine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, called City Magazine, which I don't even know if it's still in publication. But uh, I was like, oh, yeah, that's so cool. It's like <laughs> saying someone like, oh man, <laughs> someone asked you to model. I know someone asked me to model. Like, how like, flattering! Uh, it, was, it was very flattering. I was like, okay. So anyway, but the photographer who did it turned out to be uh, one of the photographers for the Roanoker. Yes, as well, and. Um, over like the next like couple years, any, anytime, uh, the guy at Davidson's was doing like, he didn't always, he wasn't always advertising a mag magazine. Sometimes he was using like mailers or just like postcards. Right. And, um, he would ask me to just come like be the person, be the model for it. And it was like, Oh, this is cool. This is fun. Yeah. Uh, what a, what a fun little side gig I got going here. Um, but so I, I met with the pho photographer several times. Who of course, also knew dad because Roanoke's not that big a city. Right. And he's like, you know, he would talk about all the different photo shoots he'd been on where he was there and be like, OK, great or whatever. And he was like, oh, yeah, I think I think he might have been the one who did the shoot for the Roanoke. And I was like, oh, man, well, if you ever want to you ever need a model for that. And like, I was just sort of said it as, you know, <laughs> would that would that be hilarious. <laughs> oh <laughs> it would be God. so funny if you put me on the cover yeah, of the magazine. Cover, you know? <laughs> well, I got a text from him like. A couple of weeks later, it was like, hey, I they, they didn't need like a, they just needed sort of like a generic like couple for the cover of the magazine to just be like a, like a, a very like Roanoke city Scape. view. Yeah, Cityscape. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like not like not like I was the feature of any story or anything. They just needed like generic people to be on the front to really look at the city behind you. Right. Right. So right. Um, actually, it worked out insanely well. I went the first night to go do this photo shoot and it was just going to be me and some other completely random model girl who he knew who had like asked to come. Okay. And we go up there and it's like, it turns out it was like really cloudy and the wind was blowing super bad. And we were going to be on this like little outcrop on the, um, the Taubman museum of art, which is in downtown Roanoke. And it's got like a nice view of like the city behind you and stuff. Right. But it just like the, the, the conditions were just not good. So he ended up just scrapping the whole thing and we we're like, okay, we'll just reschedule. I'll just shoot you guys in front of a green screen later on at a different date. We'll, we'll determine it later. And I was like, okay, okay no big deal. No big deal. Well, uh, we reschedule and we're coming up and it's like the day of, and I get a text from the guy and he's like, Hey, our girl had to cancel. Um, so we need to reschedule again, unless you have like a cute girlfriend or something. And I was like, well, as it were. I happened, this was like, um, I think at this time I had bought the ring to propose to Beth, but I had not proposed yet. Oh my gosh. I know. Wow. So I was like, actually, I, uh, I do have a girlfriend. Uh, you know, she's very cute. If you would like to put, you know, she can come do it with me. And so it like worked out amazingly that me and Beth got to be <laughs> the models to be on the uh, cover. And then like it happened, I think later that week is when I proposed. So sadly, the ring wasn't in oh, the cover. Oh, so was, close. I, it was so close. I was like, oh man, I, that'd be great. I probably should have. I, mean, I maybe could have photoshopped something in probably but uh anyway so i got to be on the cover not for anything i did other than happen to um try and close at a shop one day that led through a weird series of events i know that's that's like <laughs> such a classic right place right time situation yeah, totally right totally worked out um so yeah but anyway, anyway super jealous of but, that but so the is it is it correct that if you win this contest, your dog will be on the cover of the magazine. That's the thing. So I, I don't actually know what the, the specific specifics are, but it does sound like it is the like it is like the centerfold story of whatever that edition is. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it would stand to reason 
that you would also be on the cover. Cause that, that's yeah. usually what the cover image is for. Right. Um, and so to say you would be on the cover, I mean, indie would, would likely be on the cover, which I'm going to call a win. That would be a super, that would be a super win. And that may as well just put you on there too. Like here's me and my dog. Here's yo. me. I know. Here's <laughs> me and my dog. I know. Oh my gosh. So be, what's so funny about this is that the, the real purpose of this contest is nothing to do with finding like the best dog. Like all the Roanoke actually cares about is getting more email addresses. Yes. So they can hit people with marketing emails and hopefully get more subscriptions. Like that's the goal. And uh, I can tell you for sure that obviously I think to vote you have to sign up. So so for sure their email numbers are going up, but the hilarious part is that our audience is not local. Right, so I know, yes. For so, a magazine called The Roanoker. Right, right, right. Although know. like it would be so funny if somehow randomly there was like an influx of like all these like like people from around the world are like, Yeah, I'm into the Roanoker magazine. Yeah, I gotta figure out what's happening in that city. I'm up on that news, I gotta man. Know. Um no, I know. It's absolutely incredible. And the other thing is, is that the Roanoke magazine and Alice, my wife, forbade me from doing this. So I, I'm not going to recommend that you do uh, or how you could or anything like that. But they do like a best of every year yeah. where like a lot of local businesses. And this is typically one of their bigger, higher selling copies, probably for the same reason. It's because if you win, then you probably encourage your friends to like go and pick up a copy to be like, Hey, look, my name's in the thing. Yeah. Um, but they do like a best of, and one of the things is like bridal shops. And so like when I, when I first like had thought of this, I was like, Oh my gosh, Al, like I could totally like recommend this for people to like vote for your shop. Yeah. And she was like, please don't do that. Like, and I actually admired this about her. Cause she was like, I really like absolutely like want to win because of like on merit, like I right. don't want to believe that like, yay, I won platinum because my right. husband has flung the ballot box. Right. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so like, I won't, I won't do that. I won't advise on how to do it, how, like any, anything related to it. But so then when this fell into my lap with Indy, it was like, yes, 100%. Yeah. Like so. <laughs> I, like anything I can do, I'm, I'm all in. So absolutely you, you, because to me, this is winning on merit in a way. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I mean, so yeah, call to action. Everyone listening, link in the show notes. Go vote for Indy to be top dog. Top, top dog. Top dog in Roanoke. We will keep you posted. I know, I know. I think literally as of this episode coming out, there's only two days <laughs> left to vote. So if you're not listening to this on, hold on, Friday the 22nd or Saturday, the 23rd of January, 2021, yeah. then you've already missed it. You've already thank, missed it. Thank you for tuning in anyway. And welcome to the show. Yeah. Um, Can I tell you, I have an experience in almost this exact situation Okay. Uh, on a mo maybe more from the Roanoke's end. So at my, at my previous job at my event venue, yeah. we had an annual event called pet X, pet which X. was a completely in-house event. It took up about 80% of my time for about four months every year. And it made almost zero money for the venue. Sure. Uh, it was a, com it was a complete time suck. Okay. And I did not like working on it. Sorry. Sure. If I you, if you used to work with me, these are my honest feelings. It was, a lot of work for what felt like not much gain. But anyway, it's okay. That's okay. Maybe you um, should write like an email and be like, hey guys, <laughs> Jonathan, yeah. you remember me. You remember. <laughs> um, anyway, not the point. Not the point. Um, one of my ideas one year for the PedEx was to hold a like cutest dog competition. Sure. Yeah. 
blast out our massive email database and say, hey, if you want to submit your dog for cutest dog, send us a picture at this email address and I'll post it on our Facebook page and then you can vote most likes wins. And let me tell you, this was the most successful gangbuster thing. Maybe I did for the venue the entire time. No I was kidding. There. I think we took the social media page from like, or, or the Facebook page from like 4,000 likes to like 40,000 likes in the course of, you know, a week. It was insane. Okay. It was such growth. I got such props for it. Wow. Wow. I'm <laughs> and, so impressed and with you. The thing is, the thing is, like, yeah, the, the road worker emailed you about like, I suspect fraud. It was like on my end of things did not care. Like the people in second place and third place were like slamming whoever was winning for like obviously cheating or not. I don't know about cheating in quotes, but you know, let's say it was some, you know, pug winning or something. Well, if you went to the said person's Facebook page, you would see that they were clearly a member of like a national pug organization and were like influential on forums or something. Oh, like, clearly they it. were doing the same thing you're doing. Sure. And just sure, slamming sure. the ballot box, which was unfair to second and third place, but it doesn't matter because, uh, the whole point the, isn't the, to figure out the cutest dog. The, the, the objective of the organization to get more followers. Right. And same exact thing. Were they all local people? Does don't even like, obviously for the success of the venue in terms of like, can you turn those followers into like tickets to people who butts and seats at shows, butts and seats, butts and seats. Yeah. That's obviously the main goal. But if you're just me, the marketing dude, all I wanted was the numbers. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted those numbers up and I got them and it was amazing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that that worked out. Maybe you should take it up with the Roanoke for totally copping your idea. Yeah. Maybe I will. Maybe I will be like, Hey, Hey, not only did you steal my idea, now you're slamming my brother for winning with the same methods. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like we're we're burying any shot of the Roanoke magazine ever featuring us ever. Um, which is actually ironically. It, I, They've I, already I, featured me. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Sort, sort of. of. Let, let, yeah. <laughs> you were you were there for your sheer good looks. Take that. Exactly. Exactly. Oh no, my I don't gosh. Know about that. I don't so, know about can that. I tell a story about a time that I actually did cheat? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, this to me, yeah, I don't think what you're doing right now is cheating. It's just like, it just so happens that the rules really cater to your exact skill set. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. Cater to your exact circumstance. The other thing I would like to make absolutely clear is that Indy is like an exceptionally gorgeous dog. Well, this is, this is the, the flip side of this competition is like, you want to call it cutest dog competition. Like all you, you know, who were you? Who were you to say? Yeah. Who's the cutest dog? It's like, yeah, it's not real again. Cause that's not the point. That's not the point. It's the, they're just crowning the winner. All oh, they want is the email address. They want butts and seats. They want butts and seats. They want magazines and mailboxes. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I will, I will buy it. If, if in fact, for sure. Me too. Yeah. Me yeah. too. It'll be great. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, no, so once upon a time, this was this is I'm not very proud of this story, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> when I was when I was in college, I was uh, extremely into my aquarium hobby. I, I at that point in time, I did uh, I was already like running our aquarium store, uh, which now we, we don't actually own the aquarium store anymore. Uh, we just do like service type stuff. But um, like I was so infatuated 
with this aquarium that I had in my apartment. And I mean, it was, it was like far and away the nicest thing that I, that I owned by a mile and everything that I had in it. There's no way I could have ever afforded if not for the fact that I had the access to the business, which meant that I could buy things, you know, like, like a special discount. Mm -hmm. And I very frequently was like meeting vendors who were like willing to like hook me up if I was willing to like, you know, use their stuff. And so there, I mean, there was always, I was constantly trying to like find ways to build out this hobby that quite frankly, I just, I could not afford to do. Right. Um, and so inside of that, you have like rare corals, which are effectively like the, the trading cards of the aquarium industry. So yeah. like there's all the mechanics, like the lights, the filters and stuff like that, which are, they can honestly be just as enticing as anything else. Like they like make them look pretty and stuff yeah, like sure. filters can look cool. Um, but inside of the tank itself, you could buy like a single polyp of a coral, like the size of like an eraser head. And that could be something like worth taking high end photos of and like bragging about online Yeah. in part due to the fact that corals can grow Yeah. and you can, you can then like frag them again later. So oftentimes if you could get like even a single head of a rare coral, then if you could get it to grow, then you could like literally fund your hobby by like cutting up those pieces of coral and then selling, them. selling them to other hobbyists yeah. who, who would very much want them. And we're talking about certain, certain things could be as much as like a hundred dollars per polyp. So if you, managed to get a single one that turned into three heads. Like you're really starting to like, see how lucrative it could be very quickly. Right. So once upon a time, I remember in, for whatever reason, at this point in time in my life, just playing like online mini games, like arcade, like bejeweled blitz. Oh yeah. Like, for sure. like Facebook used to have like a, like a rather Every robust arcade corner to it. Oh man. I mean, everyone's been down this Avenue in at some point in their internet career where they, they find some, hyper addictive game and it just like consumes them yes. for a little bit. Yes. So bejeweled blitz. What great, what good times. I know such, such good fun. Yeah. But anyway, so the, the, the forum that I used to be a part of for this like, aquarium hobby of mine, where I would go and like literally, literally spend hours just drooling over other people's corals. Um, there was this like one guy who like popped on there in the arcade inside of the forum. He had like played a game and he put up a post and he was like, Hey, I have like a frag pack and I just got like a super high score in this one game. And I just think it was like super fun and this is kind of random. So like, I'm going to give away this frag pack to anyone who can beat my score, like ready, go. Yeah. And so it was like, it, I, I opened it up and it was Yeti sports. Yeti sports. Like that was the, I think you had to like, uh, like Man, use raise a, your hand. If you remember Yeti sports, I know, I know some people are like Yeti sports. Wait a second. Wait a second. How fun. Uh, but I'm pretty sure you were like a little, like you were a Yeti. And I think that he had like an arm that would like swing and you would like hit like a penguin, like club it or if something. I, if I recall the game or the, maybe the, uh, there were several different Yeti sports. There were, but the main one, it sounds like the one that was related to your particular frag pack involved a penguin standing on a ledge and it would jump off the ledge and you would just press like click your mouse and the Yeti would swing a bat and hit the penguin and however the far the penguin went was you your was your score. Yeah. And I don't know if there was something you could do after it had been hit to like, but there, there were like little ramps and explosions and things that could like continue to volley the penguin forward. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> and, and so I, I think you're right. I think maybe there was like a, like an additional few clicks that you could do, or like maybe you got to like, 
like wherever it landed, you had like like five tries or something like that. Yeah, I, maybe you could for, like flap its wings or something in the air. Maybe, something. yeah. For honestly, for as much as I played the game, I can't believe I don't actually remember it better. But like, I mean, I put in probably thirty hours. Wow. Because like I'm sitting there looking at these, and like these are like the <clears throat> corals themselves. Really, in the scheme of things, were not like it wasn't like absurdly rare or expensive. But it was still something that I could not buy. Right. Like I, I just didn't have the money to do it, and I like I wanted it so badly. You're like I can do this if I just commit myself. Right. Even just on random chance. Right. Eventually, because that's mostly what the game was, if I recall. Oh yeah. Like, I it, mean, there was the illusion of skill. You're exactly yeah. right. And, and there were there were certain things that you could do, like no doubt you were getting a on average higher score after five hours of playing than you did for the first five hours. Like I like as time went on, I was getting a consistently higher and higher and higher score. And I got like within the top 10 and I was like, oh, my God, like I'm so close. I'm so, so close. And like I remember the feed there was there was probably like 20 guys who were all trying to like play and win. And like, everybody was like, you know, having frustrations with like the elephants or the penguins or the flamingo or something like that. And so there's like all this chatter going on about it. And I'm like, I'm just so into it. Right. I think there was even like a point where I was like, debating on like skipping a class right like because if i, I was if like I go to class someone's gonna beat the score exactly while i'm not trying right so like yeah. i'd be like sitting in class like <laughs> tapping my foot being like oh i need to get out so i can go and hit the penguin again like it, like i need to do this and it goes on and on and on and it's such a long period of time that nobody had won yet that i was like man like i don't know like maybe it's like maybe it's impossible or so maybe the guy's score was like genuinely Oh yeah. Impressive. It was genuinely impressive. Like, like even the people, as many of us who were playing, like almost nobody was even coming like remotely close. Wow. So whatever he had done was unbelievable. Like to the point where I would say he most likely cheated, except for it would be like, to what end? Right. You know, just to see if a bunch of, a bunch of coral geeks would right, <laughs> surrender yeah, like, 30 hours of their life to <laughs> like, chasing the score. Right. Me. Yeah. Um, so finally, I, I had a friend. This is, I feel so terrible about this. I feel like I probably shouldn't even be talking about it, but I feel like it's modest enough. And if, if you out there listening were the one who put on this, I will gladly PayPal you the money for the frag pack. So just if, if that person is out there and you're listening, you know, message me on the same message forum ben, that we were what on. What mischievous thing did you do? I had a friend who was a hacker in high school. Oh no. And it was like me and him were like good buddies. And it was this, he was so, he was like the most innocuous hacker in the world. Like there was nothing about him that would have, that ever would have come across as the type of person who would do anything unsavory at all. Um, he was just like until there were corals in play. Until there were corals in play. No, he was just very smart. He was just you know he was good with he was good with computers, but he was also just like a very like fun, personable dude. And <clears> I sat with him at lunch, and you know I had known him for years and years. And um, although you do notice, I'm not name dropping this person. <laughs> That's fine. No, but um, so I messaged him and I was like, I, g- I gave him like the whole spiel. I was like. I don't know how to do this. Like, is there anything you could think that like would work? And he was like, I've got this. No problem. Like, <laughs> this is not even hard. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, no. he fiddles around with it. And I remember actually there was, there's two phases of it. So he fiddled around with it for a little bit just to see like what would happen. And he, um, I think entered like a score randomizer or something. And it came out with like, 
like a score. I think the top score that we were trying, that everybody was trying to beat was like 5,900. He generated a score that was like 16,000. Right. Like it was like way too high. <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Reel it in. Reel it in. Yeah. 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 But so it got publicly <laughs> posted like the 16,000 oh, did. Oh. So like in the forum post, everybody was like, what the heck? 16,000. Like no way. Like oh, man. there's no way you could get a score that high. Right. And so like literally his first attempt, which was, which was just him like, goofing off yeah uh was like it, it was so absurdly high that it was like unbelievable yeah so they like literally like dismissed it everybody's like well that one doesn't count like that, that guy has never even posted on the forum before like right he shows up and beats this high score like that can't be so then we're like now we gotta wait a little while because we can't have like that happen and then immediately follow that up with like oh but then like one day later yeah so now we're like in like a bizarre waiting game where it's like <laughs> Oh man! Like if I like I can obviously win, but but if I win too quickly, people will know it wasn't a legit win. But if I if I wait, yeah, someone might legit win on their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won, <laughs> and I feel terrible about it. I really do. <laughs> it was you, like you cheating at Yeti Sports to win. I cheated corals. in Yeti Sports to win a frag pack of corals. <laughs> Oh my god! It was it was such a terrible thing. It was so awful. Um, but it was like looking back on it, it was so funny. And like I remember the kind of just like sheer desperation that I had because it was like it was like it's like I didn't know what else to do. You know, I can't, I can't, I don't, I can't buy well, now, these things. Well, now Ben, of course, I would never condone your um, nefarious behavior. Of course, not. yeah, no, sure. Obviously. I just lost host status. But let me just let me, yeah, uh, uh, Buzzy Bees, listen to this. Wow, this is your host. Ugh. No, um, but let me say, at the very least, it's not like you saw the contest and immediately messaged your friend and were like, ooh, easy score. No, you know, it was you, not like that. You, at the very least, put in 30 hours worth of time. I, I, I mean, into, honestly, at minimum. Yeah. And, like, I even had, like, my friends playing and stuff. And, I mean, I was, like, I was <laughs> really... I was trying very hard. Yeah. In, in order to do it. And I don't know why this particular thing... Like, honestly, like, it, it probably would have been easier to put this amount of effort into just like making money. Right. Like, I, I mean, it, it couldn't have been worth more than like, I, that point in time I was making like $3 an hour towards the objective yeah. of, of winning this thing. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't, it was not exactly time well spent, <laughs> but anyway, I did it. Wow. And I got it. Wow. I know you did it. Yeah. Look at you. Do you <sighs> still have the corals? Are they still alive? They are no doubt still in circulation. Because we because we have so many uh, like clients here in like the Roanoke area and the stuff I had like when I moved out of college, I remember breaking the tank down and I brought my corals just to my store. And so inevitably they have circulated out and they could even be in tanks that I still maintain to this day. Oh, um, but I couldn't tell you specifically which ones, which ones, which were ones there. they were. Yeah. <laughs> but I know that one of the one of the ones I got that I was really excited about was a, a Captain America Palithoa. Oh, it was really sweet. Does that mean it was like red, white, and blue? It was or? well, like sort of like the mm -hmm. the like polyps themselves sort of were like reddish bluish. Right. Um. Yeah. But well, so the other half of it though is that certainly this guy was just fragging off stuff 
He was fragging anyway, right, stuff that so, he had like an abundance. So of. it's not like he gave you the source material. No, 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 no. no. I mean, he. You, I mean, and arguably, like with corals, it could have been just like pure excess that he had. And he was like, "Oh, this would be like a fun way to make someone's day." Right. Um. Which, like, you know, <laughs> he's like, "I just want more hours on the website." That's all. <laughs> right. <laughs> I work for Reef I, to Reef. Right. Or whatever. Yeah, the, the the forum itself. Yeah. No. Um. Possibly that was the case. Possibly that was the case. That would be very, very like deep seated yeah and effective well yeah it's got you on there for an extra 30 hours i know I you know, know he's just sitting there. he happens to be the salesperson for the ads on the website and suddenly he can be like look at this we've had growth t- hours on the website has jumped in the past month from an average of 30 minutes a day from our users to Two and a half hours a day. That is time your ads are get, being in front of our customers. It's all coming together. It's all coming together. It's always marketing. It's all, that's what it's all. <laughs> Who's to say? Who's, Who's to, say? to say? Oh my gosh. Probably he was just a <clears throat> uh, regular old coral vendor having fun playing Yeti sports. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who it, doesn't? It, wasn't that such a weird time on the internet where like every website had just like a little link on the side that said games. Yeah. 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 It was <laughs> yeah. like, it was like every like website wasn't a website unless you had like an arcade. Right. Like you could you, clearly some sort of best practices guru out there was like, you need, you want people to spend more time on your website, put games. You want more view. They'll come to your website just to play the games. But while they're there, they'll see the other stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. This actually worked out very well in high school because I was amongst the first group of uh, high school students to get laptops. Yeah, yeah. And very, I was the very last group not to. Yeah, sorry about that. That's a bummer. <laughs> uh, and, and it was like the first year, once again, Wild West. Like the ID, de- the IT department did not know to block anything. So like all, like literally, you'd be like sitting in the back row of class, and in front of you was like fifteen people all playing. Yeah, a, like a variety of different uh, some like sort games. of game. Yeah, Man, it, I, as as a spectator, this was almost like a spectator sport. Because you're right, it was like Wild West. And, you know, as the IT department would catch up with certain websites or certain, like, things they could do to block you from, like, playing games while you were in school, it did nothing to quash the... If anything, all it did was make the make the quest, make the people more creative. Oh yes. In the ways in which they were going to get around your firewalls. Cause it was like, Oh, this is clearly the trendy game right now. But then like that would get blocked. So it was like, no big deal. New game just rises up. Yep. Yeah. That was exactly what happened. <clears throat> and it was like, you, you're right. Like it would be like, this website got banned. This website got banned. This website got banned like one after another. But then like we all started figuring out like what, what it really did was a game between us and the IT department and how ingenious we could get with ways to get past them. So we're actively learning a ton right. about computers. Yeah. Like Jokes we're learning on you guys. We're learning. I know. Yeah. It's like, ha ha. It's like, we know what proxies are. We know how to set up emulators. Like, you know, we're like literally doing just like one thing after another. And so all four years, each year, the security would get more sophisticated and each year we would just get better at bypassing it. Right. So I would say like the most they had us quelled was probably like our sophomore year where we, they had put in blocks and we hadn't figured out how to overcome the blocks yet. But once we started to learn that you could overcome any block, anything was possible. Anything was possible. <laughs> so I feel like I remember some people would like just install emulators on their home computer and then leave those open and remote 
access them from their laptops. That like was with like IP addresses and stuff. Oh yeah. 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 What, what can they do to stop you? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I mean, I actually the biggest thing that they had no way to get past was if you just opened something at home. So I think T T games, I think is what it was called. There was like this bicycle game where like literally you just had like a little guy on a bicycle and you use your arrow keys to like move forward, accelerate, reverse brake. And he like, you had to like move him through like a series of like hills and loops and collect yeah. coins and stuff. And, um, all those old flash games. Yeah. Little flash yeah. games. But the thing was, is that like the game, like once it was open on your computer, you could literally just open it on your browser at home and then go to school. And as long as you didn't hit refresh, it would just keep playing the whole day. <laughs> so you could just like, there, and there was nothing to stop anybody from doing that. Like the, the local cache was just enough to like make it work. Right. So it was so fun. It was so amazing. Like, although I 100% <clears throat> impeded my learning process. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. That's okay. Everything worked out just fine in the end. Yeah. You know what? It's all good. We got through it. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of The Pop. Um, hopefully, you're still a fan and not like completely uh, torn apart that I did something very unsavory in my my college year. But also, yeah. do go vote for Indy. But please go vote for Indy because I'm doing that with the complete <clears throat> legitimacy of just, I have lots of friends. Lots of friends on the internet. Lots of friends on the internet. And they, they got my back. Yeah. So, yeah, don't forget, that's in the show notes uh, or link in the description, depending on, on where you happen to be watching this. Also, we want to give um, a, a huge thank you to everybody who supports us over on Patreon, including these patrons. Diego Lozano, Megan Crilly, Stephanie McCleary, Julia Parizio, Zach, Katie Murphy, Michael Reamer, Henry Cohen, John Thomas Round, Wesley Kennedy, and Yanni Dodge. Nice. Thank you guys so much for your support over on Patreon. If you guys uh, would like to support us on Patreon, we do a show after the show. Mm -hmm. No, wrong Patreon. Wrong Patreon. We ben. call it after the final pop. Your here. hosting is just taking uh, a real hit today. And it's it's all this confession. It's like really like it's uh, yeah. I'm feeling it. Do you feel lighter? I do, a little bit yeah. now that everybody knows. Everyone knows. They're like, okay, next time I come <clears throat> see your coral collection, I'll know this is the product of a cheater. <laughs> Um, no, we do, we do an extra 15, 20 minutes every week. We call it after the final pop that's available over at patreon.com slash popcorn culture, or you can keep the discussion alive over on our Reddit page or just send feedback to popcorn culture pod at gmail.com. Otherwise guys, until next week, pop, pop. Sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.